A feud 80 years in the making finally comes to an end. Saturday night when the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets come into Vault-Hemingway Stadium, we get to know those Yellow Jackets with Kenton Gibbs. Stick around. This is the Locked On Ole Miss podcast. You are locked on Ole Miss. Your daily podcast on the Ole Miss Rebels. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Ole Miss Podcast your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every single day. Hey, and just to let you know, the Rebels play the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets Saturday at 6.30 p.m. Central. We'll get to see all of the adjustments that are made post-Tulane and into this Georgia Tech game. You can catch every play of the Rebels' hometown broadcast. Right he right on Sirius XM channel 81 or on the SXM app, search Ole Miss Rebels. Locked on Ole Miss is on there as well. Thank you very much for tuning in to both of those. Hello, I'm Stephen Willis, and this is the Locked On Ole Miss Podcast. Before we get started, I do want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower your, empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that can treat up to 50-plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-C medical.com. All right, Georgia Tech's coming into Vaught-Hemingway Stadium, and we've talked all week. We did the keys of the game on Tuesday. We did what to watch for yesterday. But today we are going to get to know the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets a little bit because it is a slightly different team than Ole Miss kind of boat race last year in Atlanta. So we'll see exactly what's going on with those guys. You know, Haynes King, Brent Key, all those questions will be answered and we'll give a prediction at the end of it. But without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. Kenton Gibbs joins the show. He is the host of Locked On, is it Wolfpack? Locked On Wolfpack, Locked On ACC, and Locked On College Football Live. Yeah, yeah, you're everywhere, man. Is there like a lock on I do everything button that you can get? <laughs> I tell people all the time, I'm the Stephen A. Smith of locked on just without the million dollar contracts. You know, we, we waiting on that part to kick in. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm all over the place for uh, locked on network. In the third segment, we're going to talk about kickoff live because I, I've enjoyed the first two episodes of that. Uh, but I, doing my research for this show, I saw that you were from Detroit. I think I can put this on and I can represent the detroit tigers and everything absolutely absolutely uh, you got the orange and blue on already so you i feel like i feel like even without the hat you had a feeling that you were gonna have to rep detroit today and i appreciate that steven i appreciate it you know it's not often that detroit gets love and so to to see that love from a non-detroiter brother bless it we appreciate it i i i've enjoyed the baseball season this season i i I I cannot complain at all they they're better than everybody said they were going to be Mm-hmm. And if it wasn't for that show, Hey Otani, everybody would be talking about how well uh, our guy Spencer Torkelson is knocking them out the park. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, it's, it's been a great season, nonetheless. Well, not a great season, but it's been yeah. much better than we thought it would be season. And, you know, we, we hang our years. Trust me, it's been tough. It's been <laughs> tough now. You know what I mean? People always tell me it, it must be tough being a Wolfpack fan. I said, baby, I'm a. Detroit sports guy. You understand? But before the Wolfpack had a chance to break my heart, I watched 0-16 with the Lions, and I still stuck beside them. So, you know. 
I, I get it. Bef- hey, back in the day, I, um, I, I'm a lifelong Saints fan. So I remember the paper mm. bags. So Ooh. I, I, yeah, I, I, I'm old enough to remember that. So yeah, I, I get tough. it. That's tough. I, hey, we, we on the same page. We on the same yeah. page. So Ole Miss plays Georgia Tech Saturday night at 630 mm-hmm. Central Time, Vaught-Hemingway Stadium. Last year, Ole Miss Absolutely. defeated Georgia Tech 42 to nothing. So what do we need to know that is different about this Georgia Tech team than it was last year? Uh, first thing first, the quarterback situation is exponentially different. With all due respect to Jeff Sims, he's not the guy. You know, like if you're watching Nebraska play, you know he's just not the guy. He's He was good. He showed flashes. But as I like to say, potential is one of the biggest killers, that coach killers, one of the biggest relationship killers, one of the biggest life killers we've ever seen in this world because you keep banking on, oh, they're going to figure it out. They're going to put it all together. And sometimes they never do. Sometimes that where they are is just who they are, and they'll never reach that peak that you're referring to. Haynes King has looked clean. He's looked good in these first few games. The only the only criticism that many people could have of him maybe is he holds on to the ball too long. Maybe he's too conservative, not willing to push the ball into tight windows and all that. But honestly and truly, if you're a team like Georgia Tech, you're okay with that because the offensive line is decent to good. And that defense played very well in the first game for a majority of it till they broke down late in the second half there. So the reality is when you talk about Georgia Tech and what you need to know, you need to know that this is not the Georgia Tech team from last year. That this offense will look different than it did last year. And trust and believe this is a team that is willing to run through a brick wall for their coach because I know that this is SEC country and all that, but if you uh, paid attention to any of the ACC media days, anything like that, Brent Key is the type of guy you want to run through a wall for. He's the type of guy, he's got that charisma, that charm, that energy to where it's not snake oil salesman but it's like ultimate motivator. Like, you know, he had me checking to see if I had any eligibility. I almost called Clearinghouse and said, y'all sure I'm done? I'm just, just making sure. But, uh, yeah, it, it, this is a different Georgia Tech team than y'all saw last year. Yeah, it, it's it's interesting because that, that, that game was 42 to nothing and, and honestly yeah. wasn't that close. Lane Kiffin, after the game, said he didn't want to score too much more because Jeff Collins was basically on the hot seat. And it's weird to hear one coach talking about another coach like that. Um, but I do get – I think Georgia Tech won two games against ranked teams on the road. Um, yes. under Brent Key last year. It was a different team at the end of the year. And I'm not sure Ole Miss fans understand that that 42 to nothing team, they're not going to be coming in Saturday. Absolutely not. And people don't really understand this. And maybe it's just because I'm a big numbers guy. For perspective on what, how well Brent Key did in those last few games. In the games that he won, okay, let's put it like this. First thing first, Georgia Tech had not won four games in an entire season the entire time under Jeff Collins. Let's let's first put that in perspective. They had not won four games all season once. They did it in the eight games that Brent Key coached at the end of the year. So there's that. Second of all, wins against ranked teams on the road. They did not have one. I believe they might have had one in all of Brent Key's years. I'm sorry, in all of uh, Jeff Collins years leading up to that. They had two in an eight-week span. And I'll tell you what, let's be very honest. I know TCU did not put up much of any fight, but guess what? 
Georgia Tech gave Georgia a much better game, an exponentially better game than what TCU, the national runner-up, did. And so when you look at that, you have to know this is not – this ain't the same team. And and I, I try to warn people of this. I warned my co-host on Locked On College Football Live when he was talking about there's no way that Duke beats Clemson, and if they do, I'll cut my pinky toe off with a, a rusty knife. I said, brother, please, there's no need for the jigsaw games here. This ain't your dad's Duke football team. I'm telling you right now, this is not – this is not those Georgia Tech teams that we saw getting the floor mop with them and everybody could check off an automatic W. This is a different team. They're more physical up front. They are better out. They are better at the quarterback position. And when you combine those two things with a sturdy, I won't say stout, but with a sturdy defense that you can count on to at least be consistent, you're looking at an extremely different team. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll talk about players that we can look forward to surprise in the next segment of the show. But first, I do want to let everybody know about Jace Medical. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during this unexpected time. We all deal with supply chain issues and things can happen where you need something, but it's coming from China and it takes a little while. Well, Jace Medical offers the Jace case. And the Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use. And it gives you peace of mind that you are not just hoping that you have access to medication in an emergency. Jace Medical makes sure you, you have the medication in hand that you need. Jace Medical is simple. They handle everything from online, online evaluation and licensed pharmacy, medication delivery, and ongoing consultation and care. Don't get caught unprepared. Save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical plus an additional $20 off by using the code locked on at checkout on Jace Medical. That's jasemedical.com, promo code locked on. College football season is here, and this season Locked On is really kicking up its coverage with Locked On Football Kickoff Live. Each Friday, Locked On goes live from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern on every Locked On College YouTube channel, including this one. College Football Kickoff Live will cover playoff implications, the conference rivalry games, and go in depth like only Locked On can, including insights and analysis from our stable of Locked On College hosts covering their team every day. Find Locked On College Football Kickoff every Friday from 11 to 1 Eastern on any Locked On College YouTube channel. You will not want to miss it, and you'll get to see my boy here, Ken Gibbs giving his takes all the time. Now, I see a lot of people talking that this is a bad week of college football. A, first of all, there's no such thing as a bad week of college football. But what do you think of the week as a whole? You know, I'll say this. We have become too spoiled, too entitled, too greedy, because there was a time where there was no college football. Y'all do realize that, right? Like, like we had to sit there and sit through times where the only sports that we had on was Little League Baseball. With all due respect to those little fellas, they're going to go on to do great things in life. I'm going to love watching them play in the MLB. Hopefully some of them are hitting dingers and throwing no-hitters for my Tigers one day. But that was a time. That was a time just a few months ago. We were clamoring, begging, if you will, for just a little college football. And now that we've got it, we're saying, oh, well, Alabama's playing the Island of Misfit Toys University. I just don't know what I'm going to do with myself. Oh, Ole Miss is 21-point favorites. That means that this shouldn't be a good game. I'm going to tell you this. All of the games that are not 
supposed to be close. They're supposed to be blowouts and all that. Isn't it funny how when we have bad weeks, when you look up at the scoreboard, all of a sudden, all these games are much closer than they were supposed to be. All of a sudden, all these teams have been much better than they were supposed to be. You know, so I'm I'm looking forward to seeing this uh, this week of football as a whole because we have a lot of cross cross conference matchups before we truly get into conference play, and and you know we kind of see the old rivalries and whatnot come out, and also we have some rivalries in play right now with with things like the backyard brawl going on with West Virginia and Pitt and all that, and I don't care what those teams' records are. Have you ever seen a West Virginia and Pitt game that you're like, this is boring and ugly? <laughs> Come on now. We've got some college football on our hands. Let's be excited. Let's be geeked up. Let's be happy about it, people. You know, we're going to get on the players that could surprise for Georgia Tech this week. But one thing that I've talked about this, this week is one of the traps that Ole Miss needs to avoid, other than mm-hmm. the fact that I think this is a trap game. Yeah is the fact that Alabama is next week. Alabama is on CBS next week. Ole Miss just came off the road versus a ranked team. And then you have a team that you put down 42 to nothing the year prior. I I know there's a whole bunch of different players in this game. They've got Mm -hmm. transfer. Ole Miss brought a whole bunch in that didn't play in this game last year. Georgia Tech, the same thing. But the coaching staffs are going to coach this game with the memory of what happened that day. Absolutely. Well, let me tell you something, okay? I know that the people, you know, down from all the way down from Hattiesburg up to Biloxi, whatever the case may be, they may not be familiar with this term, but Georgia Tech's going to be looking to get their lick back. They're going to be looking to get a little revenge. They're going to be looking to to spin the block, per se, because last year was a tough, tough it, Honestly and truly, it was one of their last embarrassing losses because they took losses after that. But all the losses after that, for the most part, were competitive. And so, this game here is one with a lot of storylines going. And, you know, you talk about the the fact that this is like the blowover game for Ole Miss. This is almost the Super Bowl for Georgia Tech. Like, of course, you had Georgia at the end of the year. Yes. But if you're looking at this from the Georgia Tech perspective, this game, Georgia Tech is a team that knows we cannot overlook anybody. We cannot go a week where we say, Oh, we've only got little old old Miss on our schedule. We'll be just fine. I beg your pardon? That's not what's going to happen here. So with that being said, I'm looking at this team and I'm saying to myself, hey, this this game could be a lot closer than that 20 and a half that Vegas has on it right now. Yeah, and we'll get to that in the third segment. We'll, we'll, we'll give a little score prediction, and all score predictions on the show is brought to you by Stewart's Cajun Dill Pickles. They're mm-hmm. the favorite pickle of the South. Um, the link is in the description if anybody wants to get a jar. All right. So what are some players other than Haynes King? Because we know about Haynes King. Of we course. know that Chase Lane is out this week. Who are some players that we should keep an eye on for Georgia Tech? I mean, obviously, LaMichael Brooks is a guy that when you look at Ole Miss and you look at what makes them so dynamic, Lane Kiffin is going to scheme up passing games that put stress on inexperienced defenders. It's going to mess with your keys. It's going to mess with your eyes. LaMichael is the type of guy, he's played a lot of college football. Like, objectively speaking, he has played so much. And here's the thing. I know that LaMichael isn't – or I'm sorry, LaMiles, not LaMichael. I know that LaMiles isn't necessarily a surprise guy per se. However, he is a guy that could cause a lot of trouble for Ole Miss, that if Ole Miss fans aren't – if they don't know him now and don't know what he does well now, he for sure could be a guy that kind of 
finds a way to, to cause some problems here. And another guy, the ACC defensive player or defensive lineman of the week uh, last year, and Kyle Kennard. Kyle Kennard is a special, special talent. Everybody said, how are we going to replace Keon White? He was so big. He was so physical. He did so many things so well. He had the burst. He had everything. What are we going to do to replace him? Well, in comes little old Mr. Kyle Kennard. He may be 225 pounds. And I know I, I know what you're thinking hearing that old Miss fans. I know you think a, a, a 225-pound defensive end, and we're supposed to be afraid of him? As my mother once told me, son, you don't got to be afraid to catch a butt whooping. I am telling you right now, he may be a little wispy. That boy is wiry strong, and he plays with excellent hand placement. His technique is so good that it at times, I'm never going to tell you 225 pounds, especially at 6'6", is ideal to play in the trenches. However, with his technique, with how explosive he is, with how bendy he is at that height, you're looking at a guy that could cause some disruption. And again, an old Miss passing game that is, I mean, that has flatly been dynamic at times. Yeah, and you have a situation. One of the Ole Miss offensive tackles is like six foot five, 360 pounds, and he caught about three holding penalties against Tulane. So yeah. if there's a get off, it sounds like um, he could cause a little bit of problem on the edge. And that's exactly why I said as well. I watched that Tulane game because they were, it was said to be a, uh, a lock that um, Tulane was going to cover. And I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. And this was before we even knew that their quarterback was going to be out. I said, listen. With all due respect to Tulane, okay, they beat USC. They had a great year last year. All the love to them. Um, with all due respect, me and you could go put up some numbers offensively against that USC defense, okay? If we went out there, you know, Stephen, I don't know if you played any ball back in college or high school or anything like that, but I know if we sent you on the 32 dive and said, hey, aim for the inside uh, thigh of the guard, you'd be able to get a yard or two on that defense. And, and we shouldn't be able to, okay? we Because you nor I have trained to play ball at a high level in some years. So with that being said, um, we kind of knew. But with that also, with that in mind, the one low lighter, the one thing that you would look at offensively, because Ole Miss's offense looked unstoppable at times in that game. It looked like the only time they were stopped was when they stopped themselves. And how did they stop themselves? By bad penalties by their offensive linemen having a little bit of slow feet. And we all know the rules. Slow feet don't eat, okay? And going up against a guy like Kyle Kennard, slow feet is going to get Jackson Dart killed out there. So, you know, it, it's it's going to be interesting to see how they handle Kennard if they decide to leave the tackles one up, if they decide to chip a little bit, if they decide to do some slide protection. You know, only time will tell. Do you think that one way that Ole Miss might take somebody that's that athletic is make him the RPO read? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Hmm. That That's – when I talk about Lane Kiffin and his schemes and how it messes with experienced defenders or uh, unexperienced defenders' eyes, it also takes certain defenders clean out the game. Because either way, either way you pick, you're wrong, right? Mm -hmm. Like, that's just what it is. Like, oh, if, if they're running power read, I'm going to take the dive. Okay, great. Now the quarterback is – or now the, the back is going around, uh, going around the bend and you've got that going on. Oh, well, I'm going to take the uh, running back this time. Oh, great. It's a read option. Now our quarterback's going to pull it in. Jackson's darting down the field. Wonderful. It's it's a tough situation, and you can do that, but there will still be a moment of truth. If Ole Miss cannot um, dominate the line of scrimmage from the offset, there will still be a moment where, brother, you got to get a vertical set, and you got to block Kyle. That's just what it is. You're going to have to do that. And so, um, 
you know, there are ways to scheme around certain players, of course, right? A great defensive tackle, you can trap them. You can run some midline or veer, whatever you want to call it. You can do some of that. But again, at a certain point in time, it's going to be that tack- that defensive tackle and your guard or your center one-on-one and what you're going to do about it. So, you know, I-, I think that you can help your guys out. You can scheme for your guys. But at some point in time, there's still going to have to be some blocks sustained. Should Georgia Tech be really concerned with the fact that they gave up 200 yards and 4.7 yards of carry against South Carolina State? Absolutely, because one thing about uh, one thing about Lane Kiffin's offenses that many people don't realize, Lane Kiffin likes running the ball. He likes running the ball. He's not afraid. You see some coaches that are like, oh, I'm an offensive guru, and therefore I must go five wide every set, or I must make sure that we have at least four receivers and a tight end that's – 6'6", 220, so he's not really a tight end, but we got him listed as that on the field. Blaine Kiff is not that guy. We have seen Ole Miss go with some big, powerful backs. We've seen Ole Miss come out in some tight sets. We've seen that happen before. And with that being said, um, Lane Kiffin has also been around the block enough to know, like, all right, I'm not the new, hot, shiny offensive guy anymore. I'm just a guy that needs to go win some damn ball games. You know, I'm sorry for the curse. And I know, you know, in Bible Belt, you don't want to do that thing. But that's the reality. Like, he knows my job is to win ball games, just not to be pretty anymore. So he's more than happy if 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 Georgia Tech is allowing those types of numbers or worse in this game. Oh, he'll be more than happy to say, hey, Sylvain, don't worry about it, brother. I know you're just learning how to play football, but we're coming at you with SEC football. How about that? Yes, seriously. And when we come back, we will have a score prediction of this game. We'll also talk about what's going on on the kickoff show and do some stuff about that. And maybe ask if Ole Miss fans are going to get a little bit of a reprieve this year because all the media is going to be talking about Coach Prime for every opening that happens. So we'll talk about that in just a second. But right now, I do want to let you know that this show is brought to you by Game Time, the ticketing app that you need in your life. Game Time dot co buying tickets to your favorite event should not be stressful in 2014 when Ole Miss played Alabama I decided like on a Thursday before the game I wanted to go to the game I I wanted to see that history in case it happened but it was a hard sellout and and me trying to find a game a ticket to get into that game was let's say problematic so game time removes that stress and they do that by having the lowest price guarantee they've got event cancellation protection, job loss protection. It's the place for last-minute ticket deals. And the game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. Even if you find tickets in the same section of the row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Right now, the get-in price in Oxford is like 19 bucks. if you want it to go to the Georgia Tech game this weekend. It, it's in a good place, and it could be a sellout as the week goes on. It's the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason though, people. Get images of your seats before you buy. That's a really cool feature, by the way. So you know exactly what to expect when you get there. You can get tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps, click, click, you're there. Snag tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account and use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Also, the Rebels will play the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets Saturday at 6.30 p.m. Central. 
we'll get to see all the adjustments that Lane Kiffin makes from Tulane to Georgia Tech, and you can catch every play of the Rebels' hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on Channel 81 or the SXM app searching Ole Miss Rebels. The Locked On Ole Miss podcast is there as well. So, Ken, we're getting ready for this game, and it should be a lot, honestly, a lot of fun because Ole Miss fans in their mind, whether they admit it or not, they're thinking Bama. They're doing that, and and that's one of the reasons I've been harping on that. But this Georgia Tech game has a chance to be fun, and I I think Ole Miss is probably going to win, but they probably won't cover. Am Am I kind of going down the right road there? I agree a thousand percent. I don't think that that Georgia Tech has the horses in the stable to stop this team right now. And before before we get out of here, I got to make one correction because I said earlier from uh, from down in Hattiesburg up to Biloxi. I I remember Biloxi is like one of the southernmost parts yeah, of the state. And okay. Oxford Oxford is as far north as you can go. And we're talking yeah. on locked on Ole Miss. And yeah. I got that my bad, Ole Miss fan. I I've traveled through Mississippi enough to where I should remember that. My bad. <laughs> but with that being said. Um, a lot like my sense of direction, this game is going to be pretty much spot on in terms of what you predicted. Like that's that's what is that's what we're looking at here. Um, this is not this is again not a forty two zero game, right? I think that this will not be a game that uh, that Georgia Tech will walk away from and say, "Hey, burn the tape." But I also don't think that this is a game where you know Jackson Dart's going to be ticketed for a ball cap by the second quarter. Like that's this is a game where I think that Georgia Tech, they they compete, they fight, they battle. But again, just athletically, they just don't have the guys yet to, to win this type of game. Yeah, I tell people all the time, and this is another thing that I've been talking about. I think Georgia Tech has more talented players than Tulane have. Tulane's a better team than Georgia Tech is, though, at, the, at this mm-hmm. moment. So this game has a chance to get more squirrely than you would expect from Georgia yeah. Tech. Yes. Because of that. Because if you have operation penalties, if you don't play clean, a couple of inopportune turnovers, all of a sudden you're looking in the fourth quarter and it's a 31 to 24 game and you're trying to figure out what happened. Yeah. That, and that's absolutely a possibility. Like, let's mm-hmm. let this is here's the thing there are certain games where I look at and I'm just like, hey, um, friends, let's go ahead and uh, we're not going to bet a whole game spread because the first half spread is what you need to be looking at, like a Georgia ball state, right? Don't don't look at the whole game spread. That's crazy. That's nonsense. Just look at the first half because after the first half, you know, the starters will be chilling. They'll be with their, their street clothes on or even if they have on pads, nobody's got their helmets with them. You know, that's what it's looking like. Um, again, this is, a, this is a game that Georgia Tech has some ball players and we saw – when Haynes King gets hot, it's it's tough. It's going to be a tough situation to stop him. Now, I think that Ole Miss is stout enough up front to disrupt him because that's what Louisville did, ultimately. Louisville's pass rush run them the game against Georgia Tech, and that that is something that Ole Miss does well. That is something that I don't look at Ole Miss and say, oh, man, we don't know what the defensive line is going to be. No, that's not a, a question on this team. So if their pass rush wins the day here, which I expected to, they'll be just fine. Now, I don't expect them to dominate, but I do expect them to win the game, win the day here. And I think that this game is a 10-point game in favor of Ole Miss. Yeah, I was thinking 38-28. I'll go 38-24 just to be a little bit different from you as well. Those picks are sponsored by um, Stewart's Cajun Dill Pickles as well. Now, let's change subjects just a little bit. And this Mm -hmm. is something that I've noticed from the media before we get out of here. 
Um, anytime there's a coaching opening that comes open, Lane Kiffin's name yeah. gets dropped. He he is yeah. like catnip for SEO, essentially. That, that, that that's what Lane. Kiffin <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I love it, that. Okay. It, it, but now Deion Sanders, with what he is doing, all of a sudden he is becoming that. Um, and Kevin Borba of Locked On Buffaloes. I mean, props for him. He's going to be doing all right. Uh, is this a year that Ole Miss is going to get a little bit of break from this? Is is or is it Lane going? Is it, are they going to concentrate on Dion this year? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Dion Sanders has has captured all of America's attention. Um, he is loud. He is brash. He is confident. So is his sons, both of his sons, uh, but especially the quarterback. These are are they are playing this thing up to be the perfect polarizing figures. They're playing it up perfectly to where Dion has always been Dion. Nobody has ever said, Dion Sanders, I don't really have an opinion about him. If you pay attention to sports, either you love the guy or you hate the guy. And guess what? The Colorado Bucks are taking on the personality of their head coach. Either you love the team or you hate the team. And so um, congratulations, Lane Kiffin. There's a much more exciting coach in college football than you. And it's not for misconduct reasons. So that's going to be, like you said, SEO catnip that every time somebody is, is up for a job or every time there's a conversation to be had, he's going to be in that conversation. Should be pretty interesting. What, what do you guys have going on for y'all's live stream Friday? Because y'all do a um, the college football kickoff live stream from 11 to 1 Eastern mm -hmm. every day. That's 10 to noon Central. Um, what, do you, what do you guys got going on? Well, a great magician never re reveals his secrets. Ooh. You just got to come by and see it. But I will tell you this. The Sell Me Why segment is returning where we talk about bets. And I'll tell you this. In terms of our locks, who's, you know, who's doing better? Because we've had locks for uh, Locked On Bets has their locks. And we talk about them every mm -hmm. single Friday. We're outperforming uh, Locked On Bets so far. So I'm not saying this is not financial advice. I legally cannot give you financial <laughs> advice. All I can say is statistically speaking, your money would have had a safer investment with the Locked On College Football Live guys than with the Locked On Bets guys. And it's not what I want to say. It's not what I want to tell you. It's the truth. That's just what it is. Hey, and I, I took part in the Sell Me Why segment last week. Absolutely. That, Absolutely. that was a lot of fun. Although my picture apparently didn't look weird. So I got to figure that out before the Alabama game because I have a feeling I'll be making an encore appearance that weekend. Oh, you'll probably be live that weekend. But again, I, I, I can't guarantee it. I can't guarantee it. Ole Miss fans, you may want to tune in because your boy Steven may be on the show. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah. You know. And and and, and I'll, I have been known to say some pretty weird things. So uh, we we have that going for us. Well, listen, I don't know if you've seen a lot of Locked On College Football Live, but let's get weird, baby. We had mm -hmm. a fake toe on TV. I mean, on the, uh, on the tube last week. You know why? Because at Locked On uh, College Football Live, we're men of our words. I came on with my shades on, doing my best Dion impression because I bought receipts too because I was the only one that believed in Colorado. Everybody else said, oh, that's a two, three win team. I said, hold on now. They're selling. Yeah. I could see them around six, seven games. I could see it. And I could have been wrong too. They could be beyond that. But I will tell you this much. If you want to get weird, Locked On College Football is your place, baby. Yeah, and um, my boy Alex Dono with his Colorado's going to win two games prediction, that lasted – Eight days. Yeah, yeah, eight whole days, <laughs> eight whole days. And I tried to tell, listen, it, here's the thing, right? Say what you want about me. I'm a big, strong man. I go in the way, I go in the gym, I lift weights, I do all that. I'm never, uh, I'm always going to be strong enough to admit when I'm wrong. But you better believe when I'm right, 
Oh, I'm a victory lap on it now. I'm a hey, hey, how you doing, buddy? Everything okay? All right, just checking on you. You know, we had to make sure that we remove all of the rusty knives from Drake Toll's home during the halftime uh show of the Duke and, and Clemson game, which I was at in person, by the way. And I'm 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 selling, I'm calling Drake and I'm saying, Hey, hey, brother, listen, don't do it. I know you want to be a man of your word, but Listen, locked on don't pay you enough to lose a toe. Now this ain't this ain't no Ronnie Lott stuff. You're just doing it just to do it. Don't do it, brother. Yeah, Drake's like like doing a remake of Saw. Um, yeah, and his, yeah, yeah, over his pig is it is pretty rough. Anyway, everybody, thanks everyone for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day, and don't forget tomorrow to tune in for Locked On College Football Kickoff Live right here on this channel from 10 to noon Central Time. Keaton, thank you very much, man, for stopping by. And uh, I, we got to do this again. Oh, absolutely. Call me up anytime, man. It's been a blast. And, and I'm again, I'm always excited to put on for people who put on for the city of Detroit. And you showing yeah. the Tigers love, which means you showing me love, which means it's all love. Let's do it. All right, bud. Take care, man. You too.